Greetings and welcome to Walking and Talking. This is Ben Bennett. What you are about to hear is the audio version of one of the early Walking and Talking episodes, which, as you may know, began as a video series on YouTube in 2017. As of recording this intro in 2021, I am in the process of transferring the entire backlog of episodes to this audio format and publishing them as podcasts. The main reason that I'm doing this is that I think listening to audio lends itself to more situations than does watching video, and it may be in some sense healthier as well. For example, I can and often do listen to podcasts while doing other things like driving, walking, or doing manual work, whereas I wouldn't be able to watch a video while doing those things, at least not safely or effectively. My hope is that publishing Walking and Talking as a podcast will allow my voice to accompany you while you do things in the world other than staring at a screen. These early episodes certainly leave something to be desired in terms of audio quality as they include things like mic handling noise, wind noise, and inconsistent volume levels, but this does improve as the series progresses, as I learn better microphone technique and I upgrade from the obsolete camera that I started with. Because these episodes were originally intended as videos, there may occasionally be something of relevance that is visual and will therefore be omitted from the audio version, but by and large, all of the relevant information is verbal, so you won't be missing anything crucial by not seeing the video. Starting from episode number 85, and to some extent before that as well, I'm being mindful of the audio-only experience and am making sure to verbally describe anything that I think is relevant. Publishing these episodes as a podcast does involve additional work and additional expense, as I am paying for my podcast hosting, so if you appreciate what I'm doing, please consider supporting me via my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Benjamin Bennett. The link is also in the podcast's description. I don't put any ads or promotions in Walking and Talking, either here or on YouTube, so donations are the only support that I get for this series. My goal is to produce the series with increasing frequency and intensity, as well as to start a new series, the nature of which shall remain secret for now. These goals could be greatly aided if I could begin to cover some of my expenses from the show. At Patreon, you can sign up for as little as $2 a month, and believe me, every small amount is enormously helpful. I am a legendary tightwad, both dispositionally and ethically, meaning... I have always been trying to figure out how to get the most utility from the scantest resources, so believe me when I tell you that any money that you donate will go a long way in supporting the quantity, quality, and development of this work. One last time, the URL is patreon.com slash Benjamin Bennett, and with no further ado, on to the episode. It's walking and talking number two, in which I walk and talk without anything in particular to say to you. But nonetheless, I'll continue to walk and talk for a pretty long duration. Right off the bat, this feels difficult.
immediately I have this feeling of not knowing what to say. And I know that there's a long time ahead of me, but I'm not afraid or worried. Because I'm confident that I'll get into the flow of things. When I do things for a long time, I feel that I'm able to reach a, a certain state of flow that I wouldn't be able to reach in doing something for a short time. Also doing something repetitively helps that too, doing something on a regular basis. Walking and talking is still in its infancy. And so I wonder how it will change as as time passes and I do much more episodes and walk and talk for many more hours. Anyhow, these are all these things are not really important. They're just kind of uh, abstractions, thinking about the future. Um, oh, and I realized that I, from watching the last video that I'd like to say um and uh less. Oh, I still have this feeling, this, well, I thought rather, I thought that this is a bad video, that um, I'm wasting my time. And I have sort of an unpleasant feeling in association with that. Not knowing if I'm doing the right thing. But there's, there's a part of me that knows that I really should just keep going. Despite these doubts. I'm talking at a kind of a slow pace with lots of pauses in between the words. And maybe further along I'll be able to increase my rate of talking. If I just focus, focus on talking, focus on saying a lot of words and sentences that more or less makes sense without having so much time in between them. It's rush hour right now and there's a lot of traffic noise, but by the end of the video that should have died down quite a bit. I was, uh, there was another pause there in which I was thinking about things to say and I pretty much judged all of them to be not good things to say because they were kind of things to describe my current situation 
or uh, my rather my recent past. For instance, I was gonna I was gonna describe how I feel, and I was gonna say that I feel kind of full, um, and that's true, and that's a fine thing to say. My my belly feels full right now, and that is because I ate some food shortly before walking and talking and I wonder if it's a better idea not to eat beforehand if uh, the feeling of uh, emptiness would be more conducive to focusing and I noticed just now that my um, brow was furrowed kind of like this as I was talking and thinking of things to say and when I noticed that I, I just unfurled my brow <clears throat> in an attempt to kind of uh, relieve the slight feeling of discomfort that I have or unease if I just notice if I just pay attention to what my body's doing and I feel that it's tensed up somewhere then I can consciously relax it and I, I think that will probably affect my mood in a positive way I'm not totally sure about that but I think so So I'm making an effort to, to stay relaxed, but also trying to stay focused. Focused on continuing to, to say things to you that might help you stay engaged and help you focus. And maybe you'll also become a little more aware of your body And you might become aware of any tension that you're holding in your body and maybe make an effort to relax it and notice how that feels. And then I, I thought, as I was saying those words, I had this thought that this is beginning to sound like a guided meditation or something, and I don't want it to sound that way. But I'm not sure why I don't want that. I think that I don't want to come across as didactic and also I want to do something other than a guided meditation because the internet is full of stuff like that and I don't think it's really needed to make another version of it. There's another gap where I was wondering what to say. I wonder if I'm not feeling slightly foggy because of having eaten. 
maybe I uh, need to eat a lighter meal, even though my meal was very light. Maybe after a while my mental acuity will increase. Still this feeling of failing. I feel this feeling of failing. I, I feel this... Uh, I'm imagining... I'm imagining all these viewers feeling sorry for me or just making fun of me. But I, I think I just need to uh, stop worrying about that. And focus on being here with you. Again, my brow is furrowed. Like that. Will this whole walk have a kind of furrowed brow feeling to it? Everything that I say sounds dumb to me. It sounds uh, concerted, like a concerted effort to say, to, to, I don't know what, to, to be clever or maybe a concerted effort to not be clever or a concerted effort to just be really normal and just say what I'm feeling. But it... I guess it feels effortful and it's not a good feeling. What is this a self-fulfilling prophecy? If I think that this is bad, does it is it just going to make it actually bad? If I worry so much, is it going to to fill this video with worrisome feelings that will broadcast out over the internet to everybody? I'm going to make an effort to walk a little faster now. And maybe that'll help me talk faster. I'm even the sound of my voice sounds terrible. I hear my own voice in my head and I think it sounds dumb. Why is that? I'm not sure if I'm judging myself based on the imaginary criteria of other people. I'm not sure if I'm imagining other people's judgment or if it's my own judgment. And I'm not sure if 
there's really a difference. I feel like giving up. Part of me wants to stop this video and go home and, and not post this thing. And maybe just give up the whole series. I feel a lot worse than when I was sitting and smiling at the moment. At the moment this feels really... I don't know, maybe I can just snap out of it. Maybe, um, maybe there's a way I can just let go of all that and uh, this like cycle of negativity will stop. How do you do that? Focus on, on, on something else. Just try to try to block that cycle by bringing some other kind of thought in that also feels a little unnatural and a little effortful and like maybe it would be just kind of burying the negativity maybe I should just yeah I think I should really just like let the negativity play itself out see how far it goes and uh, maybe it'll just end up you know playing itself out and then fizzling out and I'll get to the other side of it but now now I'm not sure if I'm still feeling negative now I'm now I feel like maybe I'm just feeling kind of neutral but at the same time I think that I don't feel as alert as I could feel, as I could be feeling. Maybe it's because of eating, um, and also that I got a lot of physical exercise today. I did a whole lot of stuff physically. And so I could be a little tired. And maybe, I'm thinking maybe I should do this first thing in the morning. Instead of the evening. So I had this plan to just like let this negativity um, spiral out of control. You know, like on its own volition and not try and stop it. But then as I started to try to implement that plan, it seemed like the negativity like went away and I just started feeling kind of neutral and uh, just kind of like low level, um, I don't know how, how to say it, like low level torpor. Yeah, like torpor. And so the thing with the negativity didn't 
um, didn't escalate or, or climax in a way that I was thinking maybe it would. So in, in a way, that's its own kind of disappointment. Like I, I, I thought maybe that there would be some kind of catharsis. Um, but now it feels like I feel like a, like an absence of, of energy and positivity right now, but um, not enough energy for the negativity to lead towards catharsis and change. But to be honest, as I started to say the last sentence, when I said that I was feeling a lack of positivity and energy. As I said those words, I noticed a part of myself that, that found those words interesting and was observing myself saying those words from a slightly outside perspective. And from that perspective, they didn't seem totally true. And I had the feeling that even in this, uh, even in this talking about feeling negative feelings or just feeling kind of neutral or feeling torpor, um, in the in the background somewhere, I think there was a little bit of. of uh, interest or, or hope or not exactly hope but a kind of uh, a confidence that, that something is being revealed here and that I'm not necessarily just on some uh, mist on the wrong path or something like the feeling that that this will work out or that this is working out even if I'm not aware of it all the time like in the in the parts where I'm talking about feeling these negative feelings you know often I it's it's true that I am feeling them but then there's I have a, a kind of confidence that is based on thought and past experiences that if I just experience those negative feelings and allow them to be there without trying too hard to cover them up or bury them and you know just keep moving forward despite them uh, they they things will change and they won't the negative feelings won't last forever and I may even come out the other side uh, feeling rewarded or something or dis having discovered something because of having gone through the negative part. And I, th I think that is true and I generally tend to believe that things even out 
like the amount of negative and positive feelings that we experience even out to neutral ultimately But there, there may. I'm also entertaining the possibility that, in addition to this up and down, negative, positive dichotomy that we experience to life, that maybe there is an, another option that's like to the side of that. Uh, that is something different altogether from the negative-positive dichotomy. And uh, I like to try and occupy that parallel track, if it's possible. And talking like this, walking and talking right now, I feel like is helping me to occupy that that side path, that parallel thing that is different from the good-bad way of living life or existing in time or whatever. that train of thought kind of came to an end and then there was a gap and I was trying to think of what to say but I'm realizing that it's best well actually I'm not sure if it's best but what I'm trying to do is not think about what to say and just say things without thinking about them and that seems to work out best. I don't, I don't know what, what I mean really by saying it works out best. I don't, there's not really a best. It's just what I'm doing. It, I mean, it would be fine to think about things t- to say, but that's not what I'm doing. I'm just talking as continuously as I can. But I've already explained that to you, so if you unless you skipped forward in the video then I think you're already well acquainted with what I'm doing here just continuously talking there's I was gonna I was gonna say something but then I remember that I I talked about it at length in the last video and I'm trying not to repeat myself so much but it's, it's not that repetition per se is, is a bad thing. But I want to be saying things that are the most, most authentic and, and relevant to this moment now. And so it, it's, it may be that those things are things that I've said in the past or said similar things in the past but it could also be that 
I, I don't want to fall back on using thoughts that I've already formed in the past so much. I don't want to be relying too much on pre-formulated thoughts as opposed to formulating thoughts at the same time that I'm speaking, formulating the thoughts at the same time that I speak them. So it's like formulating sentences and all the, all the thoughts should be formed in sentence format. And that's a common way that we think in our mind is in sentences or at least sentence fragments, I think. Um, and, and I think also maybe I, th- I think sometimes in, in very emotive words in my head, even if I'm just not talking or being silent sometimes, uh, if I'm feeling a strong emotion, I'll be saying, imagining words in my head that are, are said with a strong emotive affect reflecting how, the way that I feel and sometimes I see that and think that they are I, I imagine myself saying that but and then later I'll, I'll think that I wouldn't want to act that way in real life and then take it as a kind of indicator that I'm fucked up in some way um, or just that not not necessarily I don't have to say that I'm fucked up or I can just take it as an indicator that that there's a a, a, a negative emotion residing in me that is trying to call attention to some kind of need that is not being met in my life. And although it's it's not that important, um, words said with a strong emotional affect might be one of such indicators. We passed a bunch of geese, and I, I wonder what it would be like to be experiencing without having the spoken language. I mean, uh, I can... I don't really have to wonder that. I've, I've, I've had plenty of experiences that I don't think that didn't involve imagining words in my head. But most other animals exist that way the whole time. Now I had that thought as as I was saying that, that this is, I'm getting off track here. I'm like this kind of like just talking about what animals experience is like. To me, I started to think that, that this is a half- half-baked thought 
that I started to say as a sentence and I started to think that I really didn't know what I was getting into when I began talking about that subject. Like I, I, I uh, like maybe the, the, the idea of starting to talk about the geese and what a goose's experience is like without the words. I, I think that that was actually a little bit of a contrivance that was maybe informed by my by a certain desire for me to sound intelligent. And yeah, to a desire for me to sound intelligent and to sound like I know something about consciousness and thought and psychology and all this stuff, which is not really true, I don't think. Um, at least, at least I didn't actually. I don't think I was actually saying anything insightful when I started talking about animal experience and I realized that as I was talking about it and I I realized that there was this effort to that I was trying to say something insightful but and then a realization that I didn't actually have any insight and then I began to just expose that process, which I'm still in the process of doing, uh, but now I'm actually in the process of revealing the subsequent process, or the last process of revealing what was going on in my mind as I started to talk about the geese. And then, so, so now I'm remembering, now I'm remembering three levels that occurred here and now as I'm saying that now I'm in the fourth one the the first level was talking about animal experience and the second level was talking about my motivation and my experience that I was having when I was talking about the geese and then the third level was talking about my talking about my process and my experience while I was talking about the second level which was talking about my motivation and experience of talking about the geese and then I then when I started to talk about the the that I was on three levels then that was the fourth level so I guess that makes this one the fifth level and I could probably go on indefinitely doing this pattern of uh, levels but I think you probably get the idea and it's not really important to keep going in in this loop like that
but or or maybe I am actually continuing to go in this loop of levels or continue to to continuing to to talk about my experience that I was having while I was narrating the the previous thought or the previous concept and each time I do that it could be I could describe it as moving up a level uh, if I'm yeah moving moving up a level in in terms of just analyzing the the analyzing what I was just talking about or analyzing what I was just analyzing and that's one way to think about it but it, it also it that also implies distinct levels like uh, a stepped progression of thought <clears throat> and it's at times I think that it will feel like that stepped progression of thought like moving on moving from one subject to the next subject uh, or not necessarily subjects but like moving from one level of a, a analysis to the, the next you know I'm just using the word level again so uh, it's, it's become a circular argument but At, at other times, it won't be so apparent that it's levels. It would just be kind of a continuous stream, I think. And not necessarily seeming like I'm moving up. But, you know, the, the whole idea of moving up is also just kind of an abstraction, too. It's... It's kind of a metaphor or a visualization of this way of thinking but actually what's happening when I'm when I say that I'm moving up a level I think what's actually happening is that I'm maybe bringing the collapsing collapsing the past thought into the present thought by almost by almost distancing myself from the thought that I just had alienating myself from that thought distancing myself from it by the process of beginning to analyze that thought as a past event and then the process and then you know when i'm analyzing that past thought that's now the present so it's it's a way of taking it's a, it's just a, you know i was going to say it's a way of keeping my thought thoughts in the present but truthfully how could how can my thoughts ever not be in the present thoughts you know the present is, is the only thing that really exists 
But that's that's funny that I say that because And I'm wondering I'm I'm asking myself now is it true that only the present exists and the the future and the past aren't real? And a, a way that I've thought about it in the past is that the past and the future actually do exist in the present as as thought the past existing in the present as memory which is actually and the, and the future existing as projection but memory is actually they're both actually forms of projection and what memory really consists of is the way that the synapses are structured in my brain in the present if if my brain weren't structured exactly the way it is in the present I wouldn't have exactly the same memories that I have and thinking you know thinking about time in the conventional sense I could say that my mind's present configuration has been formed by the experiences that I've had in the past which entered my mind through the six senses or the five senses six senses I forget so something enters your sense your sense receptor and your sense receptor sends a signal to your brain and that goes into your synapses and then it affects how your synapses are arranged and that arrangement we think of as a memory And, and so it's like our, our brain is recording things that happened your brain continuously records things that affect it and, and as you move forward through time although I, I, do, I, I do feel a little awkward uh, phrasing it that way moving forward through time just take that as a, a given for now as you move forward through time all these experiences shape your brain and then you so you have this this huge you have all these memories but it's it's really just when you when you think about the past which we do all the time 
you're, you're doing that in the present and it's, it's only your brain structure in the present that, that creates this past. And perhaps it's even, it's even, it's even your brain interacting with the present world that creates this past. And, and I, I say that because you will, you'll sense a certain thing and you will recognize it. If it corresponds with 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 memories that you have that are similar to it, so you you're in the world and you you sense something or you experience something, and it goes into your brain and it gets and 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 that's that brings up your memories of the past that might relate to this thing that you're experiencing the present and you wouldn't necessarily have you don't necessarily remember everything that you've ever experienced in fact you don't remember everything you've experienced or sensed especially at any given time at any given moment you're not remembering your whole life behind you. You're just re remembering the things that relate in some way to what you're experiencing in the present. And because of that, I, th I think that even more so, the, the past is, is, a, is something that is being created in the present. Because it's your present brain, your present brain structure in interaction with the present world around you that calls up the that 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 creates that that creates the memories, I think. Or that, that, uh, it's, it's, it's interacting with the present world that calls these certain synaptic structures in your brain to, to come up and function as memories. And to, and give you this, 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 uh, sense of the past. So it's that's why I think that the, the past is a kind of is is a projection from the present, or at least that's one way to think about it. It's I don't think it's by any means an inherently true thing, or an ultimately true thing. 
because if, if you want to say that the past is as is real and it it really happened uh i i think that's also just as true and legitimate or like maybe you know maybe our memories are are more more or less reliable or there maybe our our memories and or our collective memory as a species is to a greater or to a lesser degree reliable or whatever it doesn't matter we can still we can still say that there was a past for sure that's that's another that's that's a way of of thinking about it and then the, there's this also alternate way of thinking about it of as a as a projection of the from the present and the future i think is more obviously a projection of the present because for whatever reason we don't have memories of the we don't have memories of the future like we do of the past we have kind of we have like a um we just have like a rough a rough prediction of what's going to happen based on our memories of the past but why is that why uh why does why does the future have such a different quality than the past does i don't quite I can't grasp it. I'm trying to I'm I I'm being a little bit quiet here cuz I'm just trying to like have a, have a a real comprehension of how the future differs from the past and all that's happening is is it's just making it's just making me stop thinking like i'm just kind of like my my thinking is just kind of shutting down it feels like when i when i try and and comprehend that and i i feel just kind of you know it it, it i was going to i was thinking i was going to say like it makes me feel like i'm in the present but it makes me feel like i'm being present like as they say being present um but i'm start, i'm starting to feel a little bit suspicious of that kind of terminology cuz how are you ever not present 
I guess they I guess that they I guess the alternative is that you're living in the past or you're living in the future you're thinking thinking too much about the past or worrying about the future uh, I guess that is the implied thing that you are supposed to avoid when they say you should be present But right now, I, I don't actually see a problem with thinking about the past or the future per se, or even worrying about it. You know, I mean, actually, in, in this day, like, currently, I, I honestly feel, feel like, what's the problem with worrying? Go ahead and worry. It's fine. But then, as I say that, I, I also know that the feeling of worrying is not a good feeling. The feeling of uh, maybe thinking that something is is going to not go the way that you want it to go in the future. I'm very familiar with that feeling. You know, I, I think I, I think I just caught myself doing this thing where I'd want to say something insightful. And I started to get it, get into this. And I think I also had this, this motivation to want to, um, to counter, uh, popular new age spiritual advice and stuff because uh, I'm aware that this idea of being present and not not li uh, living in the past or the future is is a very popular message and so there's a part of me that wants to counter that and and question it and I think that's perfectly valid But I, I think I, again, got into trying to say something insightful that where I didn't really have the insight. But n now as I'm saying this, I feel like I'm falling back on a technique that I used earlier in this video of... A, a technique of um, like declaring myself as as having caught myself doing something that had uh, some kind of nefarious ne motivation or a bad motivation or or like 
maybe like an egocentric motivation. And so then I, then I call myself out and I reveal that I was doing something bad. And, and thus I show how reflective I am, how self-aware that I am, and able to able to be wrong sometimes and recognize that I'm wrong and, and that sort of thing and to kind of it feels what it what it feels like is a, a demonstration of my virtue and now that seems kind of dumb to me but I when I say that I'm, I'm probably still just doing the same thing I think I am still just doing the same thing and that I'm I'm just explaining to you that I've again uh, leveled up on myself moved up another level of observing my own behavior and and thought and finding my own and finding discovering and revealing my own motivations that are uh, egocentric and even as I did that and started to talk about it I was engaging in the exact same behavior and I'm still doing it now I actually feel like I can't stop Uh, just keep continuing to move up layers of telling you that the thing that I just did was somehow bad or egocentric and then in the action of doing that I'm just doing repeating the same thing again and it feels like there's no way to stop like there's nothing else that I can do uh, and if it's, I, I suppose that if it's true that there's nothing else that I can do, then uh, I don't have to judge it as a uh, ne- negative behavior or an egocentric behavior necessarily. Then there's there's also this idea that if I am I- identifying egocentric behaviors and I keep doing that, then it's it's a a process of uh, whittling away that or something or uh, self-discovery or, or something like that um, but yeah th- then even as I say that that sounds egocentric And then, as I, as I, as I, no, this is this is funny. Every every time I call myself out as as being egocentric, it's like um, like that's that's supposed to be an action that is non-egocentric you know to observe your own behavior 
from a distance or something. But then if, if I... <clears throat> If I am going to award that behavior any merit, uh, then I'm again, again pumping myself up. It's, it's it's actually it's like this. There's like this cycle that's taking place that I think relies on the good bad dichotomy. But I, to be honest, I, I've been enjoying watching this cycle play itself out. Like, uh, like it felt it felt there, like I was locked into it. Like when I said that I can't do anything else, but move up in levels. It. Uh, there, so on some other level there's some part of me that was enjoying that feeling of being locked in or just enjoying the, the, the thought process of coming into this cycle that would just keep perpetuating itself and in, in a way it's like I could just ride that momentum And now, I think that cycle has played itself out, and I'm, I'm doing something else now, and I'm not quite sure what it is, and it's, it feels a little, a little more unsure, a little more unsteady, kind of, uh, Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what I'm doing right now. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like uh, like I'm locked into uh, a pattern or a cycle right now. Just kind of free floating, I could say. But I, I did have the thought just now that uh, I, I remembered. I started to remember the way that I was talking towards the beginning of the video and uh, the negative feelings and uh, expressing this this wonder like what if this is a bad video what if it doesn't go well and then I, I compared that feeling to the present feeling or at least how I felt about the most recent talking and I've, I thought that uh Like, I, I do actually feel like I'm in the flow of it now. At least, like, it, for the past while, actually, feel like I'm in the flow and that I'm finding things, that I'm, I'm finding out what I'm saying. I'm saying things that I couldn't have predicted that I would say, and I'm having thought processes that I couldn't have predicted before. And so that was a good feeling. But then every time I have a good feeling, I'm... I am a little bit wary because I know how these cycles go and that I I have I wonder if 
that just if I'm gonna ha- if if I'm gonna be having good feelings, if it's just gonna then lead to starting to have negative feelings about something. Right now, I'm just I like just just now I kind of stumbled a little bit or something, and I wonder, I'm wondering if like if my focus is is drifting off or something, but. It's it's actually there's honestly no reason to worry about about going into the negative part of the cycle because if that's true that if I'm that having positive feelings is going to lead to negative feelings then it also means it's true that having the negative feelings it's going to lead to the positive feelings again. So there's there's not a reason to worry about it, except for the fact that worrying about it will be part of the cycle, and that's fine too. Like worrying about it in a negative way, that's fine. You're just going, you know, further down on the negative part of the cycle, and then. And as much as you go down, you're also going to go up. So it doesn't matter. You can... Worrying is fine, too. On the same token, when you are in the negative part of the cycle, when you're having the negative feelings, you... You don't exactly have a choice to just immediately stop feeling negative and start feeling positive. I don't think so, at least. In my experience, it doesn't seem true. And to the same extent that I'm saying when you're in the positive part of the cycle, there's no reason to worry, I also recognize that when you're in the negative part of the cycle, you... There's there's absolutely no reason to feel good about it because you know maybe if I maybe even though I am feeling negative and and that I know that the negative feeling won't last forever and I will feel positive again I will also know that I would also just feel negative again And so, it's like in the negative, from the negative perspective, there's no real reason to have hope, or like there's there's no hope really, because you will know quite rightly that the that whatever positive feelings you feel in the future will again return to negativity, and everything will balance out to become neutral but in the time in the present when you are feeling negative in the present like an unpleasant feeling then um, there's I don't think there's any like quick or easy way out of that other than possibly I'm going to show you this weird corner full of, like, 
hair. There's just like a bunch of like fur or something over here. Anyways. Yeah, I was saying like there's there's no like cheaper, quicker, easy way out of the negative feeling other than than possibly the thing that I was mentioned earlier of like going to the side where you kind of step off of the, the good bad ride. But again I I and it's you, you could say that that's neutral. Maybe it is neutral. But it also is a different kind of experience even than being neutral. Like, you say neutral um, because it, it, it connotes a state on the, on the dichotomy, a middle ground on the dichotomy. But like, moving to the side off of the dichotomy it's like you're not even exactly you're not feeling good or bad but you're not you're not even exactly feeling neutral and I, I think that's a, a kind of state that I'm not even sure if I can describe with words but it's it's something that comes about Sometimes when I'm walking and talking like this. I mean, not like that pile of trash in the water, but just kind of like what's what's sort of been happening for me at least. I don't know if it's happening for you. I, I guess that's my goal in making these videos is to have that kind of state happen for you as well as for me but even if it just happens for me then uh, that's totally fine with me actually like this the the notion of wanting to help the world maybe I, I think about it as wanting to bring people or it's generally maybe or at least on the surface maybe it's it's thought of as wanting to bring people people back to the good side of the good bad dichotomy and it seems like there's there's so many ways of doing that uh, and it's like that could be said to be the whole basis of of work that people do in life like all all work maybe relates to that in some way it's in some form of the or the other I don't know I'm not sure if this holds water but what I was what I was going to say is like maybe all work relates to uh bringing people to the good side of the good-bad di dichotomy, but then that's still always a temporary state because you always go to, to the bad side of the dichotomy anyways, and then, like, this kind of, like, gets into your standard, like, 
Buddhist or, or, or New Age uh, philosophy where, like, you know, you, you look about how, say, uh, oh, the, the rich people are just as unhappy as the poor people. It's not, not about any, not about your material condition. And, yeah, I think that's, I think that's totally true. And uh, doesn't really need rehashing by me. But uh, now, I, now I kind of forget what I was getting at. Uh, or I'm not sure if I was actually getting at anything anyways. Another little gap there while yeah, my train of thought trailed off and then um, my thoughts kind of went back to the the practical like uh, I started to think about hmm, how long have I been walking today how much do I have left to go um, starting to think about like oh how long did it take me to get to this part of the trail and um, starting to, to feel a little bit of like weariness or a, a thought like oh I want, want this to be over soon or something and or want to be done with this talk and then um, so like all, all that happened in a short amount of time that I wasn't talking so then I just started talking again and when I, when I stay in this like when I just keep the talking up, like all that, all that stuff just kind of like stays, stays at bay, or disappears from my mind, and it's, it's like just by continuing to talk, it, it seems like, at least for the meantime, I'm like able to sustain some different, different state of being, one that is. One that's divorced from like the practicalities of life, even though I know it's not really nothing. Nothing ever is really, but maybe it's it's a kind of uh, like. Reaching towards the the outer limits, away from practicality. And I, I wonder. I don't think that's necessarily a form of escapism, or a, or escape from anything. That's maybe just. Uh, no, I, I think it's just a. a I don't know, kind of probing a different uh, aspect of reality or a different way of experiencing reality. And uh, again, I, I'm like kind of slowing down a little bit now, and then maybe I'll make a little effort to 
just pick up my walking pace and I'll see if that uh, see if that helps me to talk faster and uh, yeah now I'm again getting we're getting to the uh, part of the, the bike path that's very populated by pedestrians and joggers and cyclists and then uh, if you watched the previous video then you then you know that like I start to feel a little weird about videotaping and having all these people get into the video because I'm a I, I fear that they may not want that or if they if they realize that they're being videotaped they might feel uncomfortable with it or is it even uh, morally morally reprehensible to even do it without them noticing and then so what I've done in the past is, is start to point the video camera down towards the ground or towards my feet walking and uh, but then I realized that that's like uh, a little bit less of a pleasant viewpoint so what I'm going to do is just point the camera when I'm able to get you know distance shots because I think that'll be more pleasant for you to look at and uh, yeah I'm just doing that when I when it when there's not a whole bunch of people getting really close in the frame you know and like getting their their faces in the frames and stuff like that and so if I if I point it towards the ground or towards my feet it might just be because I'm trying to avoid uh, like directly like videotaping another person just in regard for their own uh, privacy <clears throat> I mean, maybe I, I feel a slight amount of uh, physical tiredness in my legs just a little bit. But uh, I'm pretty confident that I'll, I'll be able to keep going here for quite a while. I'm, gonna, I'm like aggressively keeping to the right side of the trail. Even though there's a couple walking right at me trying to, trying to be on this side so that I would go have to go to the left of them but I, I, I just decided to be steadfast in upholding the un, unwritten rule of keeping to the right staying on the right side and um, I guess I'll go this way keeping to the right side and and I think it's mainly so that I could it would be easier to uh, not get a bunch of people right in the frame. Am I feeling am I feeling a little distracted by all the people around? A little distracted from talking? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. I think they may be having some effect on the way that I'm talking, but it's, even if it is a distraction, then I think it's just distraction is, is a valid effect on my thought.
And then there's. I had this this thought about, or imagined everybody else as as being in this uh, different uh, different mind state than me, or a different mind state that I was until a few minutes ago, because now I feel now I feel like my my thinking slash talking has less continuity to it. That's what I feel like right now. That, um, like I'm not as focused and my, my thoughts don't last as long or have, have the same kind of continuity that they just did. And, uh, as I said that I noticed my brow being furrowed again. So now, now maybe I'm starting to enter a little bit into the the negative part of the cycle again, but saying that doesn't even really feel that true, I think because of having just discussed this negative positive cycle for so long, you know, having having like analyzed it so much it, it, it doesn't feel quite as real to me now and um, I think that fact in itself seems to have a slightly positive connotation or at least I, I think it would conventionally uh, but maybe I'm just like thinking in, in terms of like you know how, how like uh, a, a, a a Buddhist would typically um, characterize spiritual progress as being um, a lessening of the good-bad dichotomy in your mind. But uh, you know, like even like. Even to adopt that set of values uh, still means there's valuation, and um, even to have this idea of, of spiritual progress, like, has enters again just into that. It maintains that same dichotomy, just like at a different level. Um, but it's, I don't think that's even a higher level. It's like maybe not even at a different level. Maybe at like a worse level. I don't know. Could be. No, I don't think worse. Couldn't be worse if it can't be better. It's just like uh, different, or maybe not even. Um, I I have I'm, I have this this thinking that like what I'm saying right now, you're probably not grasping. I, I and I I don't want to say that in a patronizing way. I'm just saying that I, I think that I'm that I may not be speaking in the most clear as, as clear as I could about this or I may, I may not there may be there may be a clear way of explaining what I'm thinking about and and that's um, so maybe I'll just kind of try and 
start over with that and say like we've been talking about this good bad cycle and uh, my participation in it or my being dragged through it or, or just just moving through it and which I've experienced to some extent on this walking and talk but then uh, it, it seems like a pretty widespread uh, teaching or piece of advice or, or something that um, you should learn to take these good and bad cycles with equanimity and just live through them and the better you're able to do that then the more you're progressing spiritually but I, I also I have this feeling like One, one that that's going to happen to everybody naturally, just as a byproduct of living life. The fact that everybody will feel good and bad emotions, and as that time goes on, we'll have greater and greater uh, memories of feeling good and bad and thus be able to put together this picture of good and bad moving in these cycles and a, a, a greater understanding of them being temporary Like, I don't think you can continue... I don't think you can live through life without learning that. And then... Yeah, and then, like I was saying, if, if, if that's considered progress or if it's considered a, th a thing that you can attain through a certain practice or effort and then you're progressing then that's that's again uh, engaging in this valuation of, of good and then maybe con contributing the cycle again but um, I'm getting tired of, of, of thinking about this now And does, does that mean I'm just going to, like, give up on this this thought? Because it seems... Now it seems uninteresting to me. Does that mean that I'm, I, I lacked having... I lack determination in... In thinking? That, like, like I'm leaving a, a thought unfinished or something? I, I think it's just that... I, yeah, some some feeling in me just arose that that this isn't important to talk about, 
or that I that I I don't really have any insight or maybe it's it could just be that like it's not even something that is important to tell anybody or to say whether whether there's any truth to it or not and then um, yeah now I just I just unfurled my brow again while I was slightly aware of my exhalation and then as and then maybe also like I unhunched my shoulders a little bit as we walk up a hill being the 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 kind of uh, physical metaphor for the difficult part of the emotional cycle but it's not a very big hill so it's not very taxing physically or emotionally I'm happy to report I guess and then as I as I was saying happy to report I wondered if I was actually happy to report that or not and then yeah then the, during that last gap I was kind of just I was thinking about the other people that I see around right now the just the people that I'm seeing here in real life and that you're probably seeing some of them too and I I, th- I think I was just trying to like start to f- start to formulate some thought about how I relate to them and I was not successful in formulating that thought so I don't have anything to say about that at this time and I'm not sure I was going to say that I was going to say again that I, I don't have anything to say right now and that's that's been true the whole time and it's true now and there's there's still there's some stops in between my words now not not the most stops that there have ever been during this walking talking series but more than there are during some times when I'm just talking more continuously and there seems to be a stream of thought flowing more fluently or something and now I I'm th- I was thinking that now that now that there right now that there's not a fluent stream of thought but as I, I explain that and I say that maybe that's the maybe I'm proving myself wrong and perhaps this is a fluent stream of thought and you know I think there's there's always most of the time there's always thought going on in my head but when I 
actually when I when I talk when I say them when I say the words like as as soon as I can like as soon as as close as possible to actually thinking the the words if I let the words come out of my mouth as soon as possible after thinking them it's it feel I don't feel myself thinking as much it feels kind of like a state of not thinking if I'm just keep talking like this and in the gaps where I'm not talking I think some sometimes what's happening is that there's there that I am noticing myself thinking that I feel myself thinking and then it's like um then well yeah even even actually sometimes while I'm talking there might be other other streams of thought happening that I'm not saying and I just noticed that happen like while I was I was saying something just now and then I had a, another thought that about about a person that I passed by that I didn't say and it could be actually that this is a kind of process that keeps going on by which I'm kind of accumulating and building things to talk about things to say and maybe even like mentally auditioning them before I start to talk about them like I'm like a, a thought will come into my head maybe possible maybe while I'm not talking maybe while I am talking and then I'm I'm thinking about whether that's a good thought to talk about whether to say and then I'll either say it or not say it but when I and that's I don't think that's happening that much of the time but I noticed it happening that time and I noticed it because the thought that I had I judged it as not really a good thought to 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 say out loud not that it was like a a battered or embarrassing thought or anything like that is just I judged it as not being that interesting or maybe not relevant to this train of thought um and now you might be wondering what that thought was and I can tell you what it is and it's the thought in itself I I don't think that there's anything interesting about it at all but you know maybe I should just tell you what it was anyways because now that I've talked about the thought so much maybe that lends it some interest and maybe even also this quality that I am judging this thought to have of being totally uninteresting um maybe that in it that actually lends itself lends it some interest maybe that actually makes it interesting somehow so i I'll, I'll i'll tell you the the thought was that i i just passed somebody and then maybe we made like slight eye contact or something or, or i noticed some looking in my direction and then uh being aware of my own appearance of walking and holding this camera and talking into it and 
there's there's like a little this camera isn't really isn't the most obvious as a camera like maybe like it's also an audio audio recording device and since I keep talking into it um, the the thought that I had was maybe people here in in real life will when they see me talking into this device and walking maybe they will just think that I'm only recording audio like a voice memo sort of thing or that I'm talking into a phone of some sort a weird looking phone and then maybe they won't feel the uh, a self-conscious feeling of being videotaped and uh, and uh, that would be... I would like that. I would like to not be making f- people feel self-conscious. But... Uh, and at the same time, I, I am trying to kind of point the uh, camera a little bit off to my right here. Where it's going to... It's, it's going to be capturing less humans in the frame. At least uh, not up close, you know, like... Maybe the maybe the most of the humans that do get in the frame will be farther away, and so they're like it's not going to necessarily show their identity or anything like that. And so, like that's uh, I'm just trying to respect privacy in that way. Um, but then, at this at the same time, like if you're walking past me or and it, and you see this thing and you realize that it's a video camera that's on. Uh, you, you could have some suspicious thoughts. And uh, I think I in the first video, I definitely talked about that a lot and because I was having very negative feelings for a while um, regarding that situation. But uh, I think now I have a better idea of how to remedy that or... Um, At least I know that, uh, that I am not capturing that many people. I'm not actually videotaping that many people because of the way that I'm aiming the camera. And then, but this, yeah, so, so that's, uh, that's the thought that I was beginning to have while I was talking about something else and uh, I was judging that thought to be not really worthy of talking about Uh, and then I just kind of talked about then I noticed that process happening and then uh, I talked about that and then that brought me to the to the um, actual revelation of that original thought anyways and then um, it kind of that kind of that kind of petered off into something that I've already talked about a lot, and then so that uh, it again became uninteresting me to me, so that so I, I let that kind of die off, and then now I'm just uh, again just like explaining that whole process or uh, doing that thing that I 
was earlier describing as leveling up where um, I continuously describe my experience and or process of of having the previous thought or or talking having the previous like sentence uh, structure or or thing that I was talking about um, and then so that's that's something that that that's coming up again it's, it's something that's repeating from earlier in the video I, I, I realize and I'm wondering now if there's if there's something I might be missing when I'm involved in repeating something that I've already talking about like if there's there's uh, something in the present that I could be thinking that's a little more subtle or a little bit less obvious something something that's going on in the present that I haven't noticed before that I could be thinking about or or seeing or talking about and there's the the thought that I just had now is like another another repeating thought or it's or it's something that I I thought that I've had before and so I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about that particular thought I'm pretty certain because I, I'm just going to keep going on here um, kind of kind of searching I, I feel like a, a searching kind of feeling um, searching for something that's that's happening right now in in my thought and in my experience <clears throat> that that I haven't been aware of before or that uh, it's 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 interesting like it's like I'm I'm looking for something new here what I'm what I'm looking for is a new thought, and then so I'm I'm also having the 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 thought that I'm maybe it's maybe it's not good to seek out a particular type of thought, but to just continue. You know, I, I've, I've said this many times before, but just just continue to keep talking, and and see what comes out, as opposed to looking for something new. But now it's I'm remember I'm remembering moments earlier on this walk where the thoughts that I was having had the quality of feeling new. And maybe that's also associated with what we talk about when we talk about feeling present. Or for me, if I say I'm feeling present, maybe that's in association with um, a feeling of discovering something that's new.
um, still still noticing that I'm having that while I'm while I'm talking about something like just now uh, I'll have a totally unrelated thought that is triggered by something that I see here in the real world and maybe it doesn't even relate directly but very remotely remotely related to to a, a thought or an emotion and it, it'll it brings that up and I I'll, I'll, I'll be thinking about something that I'm not saying and possibly having an emotion associated with that thought but when I have that emotion the emotion is going to affect what I am saying it'll affect the way that I say it and it, it might even affect the content of what I'm saying and I think I think I can I think I could just go ahead and, and tell you what it what it was I just like was walking and then uh, I, I passed a couple walking together and they seemed happy to be together and then it it caused me to think of my ex-girlfriend and then uh, have have this imaginary thought of like what if we what if uh, we ran into each other while I was walking and talking and I haven't seen her in a long time and uh, what that would be like and what I would do and uh, I started to have very uneasy feelings thinking about that and it all happened very fast it wasn't I wasn't very involved or, or at all like just within a few seconds um, and then yeah so I, I felt uneasy thinking about that and then I, I wondered if that uneasiness was affecting what I was talking about uh, which was you know something something talking about talking about talking or talking about thinking uh, no doubt and and um, one yeah just wondering like if that uneasiness was like entering into what I was saying and affecting it and and then something did happen where in a way some some uh, uneasiness or, or like then it totally uh, became the content of what I was talking about and uh, you know I think um, this this part of the trail I'm noticing is the same part of the trail that I felt very uneasy uh, the last time and it makes it makes me 
realize that I'm totally free to just turn around and start walking back and I could just skip this whole end of the trail and I think that the uneasiness has to do with the amount of people jogging here and walking here and uh, that feeling of, of self-consciousness again of uh, you know appearing this this guy talking to the the tape recorder or the, the video recorder and uh, has it has something to do with my um, it has something definitely to do with worrying about uh, how I'm perceived by other people and I'm not sure I think I think mainly it's that I I I, I do think mainly it's that I don't want to want to uh, cause other people to feel uncomfortable while they're maybe just trying to get some exercise and I wonder if it has anything also to, to do with uh, with me caring about uh, my own image or, or um, worrying about whether uh, somebody might uh, judge me negatively based on my appearance but I think I'm I think I'm also just gonna let that train of thought die out as I, I start to head back towards the less populated part of the trail and I'm, I'm remembering now like seeing seeing a person one particular person jogging and it and feeling a like a, a strange feeling like maybe it's a maybe it's a feeling of judgment towards that person i'm not sure but just a a kind kind of general uneasiness in relation to that person and i'm sure that it has something to do with self-image I think it, it was that I, I saw this person and and probably probably judged 
them as being concerned about their self-image, being concerned about their body image. And then um, right after I, I did that, I, I, I recognized that I'm also concerned about my own body image. And so I guess then I, then I just kind of uh, empathized with that person. And I, I don't have any conclusive judgment about whether or not it's good or bad to be concerned with your body image. Um, yeah, I just noticed my brow being very, very furrowed during this topic. Very furrowed brow. So now I'm now it's unfurrowed. Unfurrowed brow. I'm having the, the same types of feelings that I had last time when I was on this part of the trail. Especially when I saw two police officers go by on bikes and had this this feeling of uh uh oh am I doing something wrong? And I think I, I had some of that feeling last time. Uh, even though I I didn't I don't remember seeing any cops last time of this feeling of, am I doing something wrong? Uh, and that th thing, that didn't, that feeling didn't really uh, come up uh, on the other parts, of the other less populated parts of this trail. It's funny when I, just now when I said, when I said the words doing something wrong uh, a person jogging past me s said the words you everything you've done wrong um, they, they said that as part of their conversation with the person that they were jogging with <clears throat> Um, you can tell there's there's gaps, more gaps in my speech while I'm being while I'm my my thoughts are being affected by the people that I'm I'm seeing. There's 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 so many people passing by, and it it seems like there's there's some kind of thought associated with every single one of them at least every every one that I um, that I see or that I look at that like their their image really enters my mind 
So I'm just going to try even just keeping my eyes as far away as possible from the, the other people around. And uh, because I, I have this idea that it would be better to, to remain more focused on continuously talking and not not having my thought continuously being affected by all these different people coming by but it could be that's that's just a judgment that I'm having right now doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right thing to do it's just the thing that I'm going to do maybe it could be interesting on another time to just let myself experience the experience the other people that are that are jogging past and 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 narrate the thoughts that I have about them but then that that also uh, enters this uh, tricky territory of uh, of invasion of privacy or that it might might be yeah because if if you're actually if you're actually like you know looking at and talking about people that are around you in real life without engaging them uh that to me uh feels pretty awkward and i would yeah i'm pretty sure i'd feel awkward doing that unless somehow maybe um well i mean i i did it I did that once or twice already during this, um, but I, I suppose I, I think that's I think that was okay because the people remained completely anonymous, and I I don't think that the any of the the things that I said in relation to those people. Um, included any any conclusive judgments i mean they may i may have uh been talking about judgments that occurred to me in the time that i witnessed those people but then what i was talking about talking the things that i was talking about i think was more along the lines of picking apart those judgments and thoughts and uh the I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that I don't think the uh, intent was misplaced or anything there, or at least the, the intent doesn't feel like it was in a, in a place that uh, that seems wrong or weird to me. Um, yeah, I'm st st still uh, in a furrowed brow kind of phase here. Also, legs getting a little more tired. And, uh, you know, with this, like, it's, it's, it's not a big feeling of ease, just a, a very slight one. But like I was saying earlier about, uh, you know, when you're in a, in a positive part of emotional cycle, there's no reason to worry about being the negative. 
And then I was talking about how if you're in the negative part of the cycle, um, there's no reason to be hopeful for the positive because you know that the, the positive is also just temporary. And and you can't really es escape the, feel the, the negative feelings that way. So now I, now I think I am feeling some slight negative feelings. Not, not really negative, not, not, not very negative, but I'm also noticing maybe more, um, more critical judgment coming from myself about what I'm saying right now and I wonder if that's being affected by these uh, these feelings I mean I'm I, I'm noticing myself being more critical of the things that I'm saying right now or at least I did a few seconds ago and uh, the, the feeling of self-consciousness, again, about the sound of my voice, the things that I'm saying, uh, the, the whole action that I'm doing right now, the, uh, and then, you know, I can just keep ex extending that to my, you know, whole being and my whole life, um, judging all of that uh, critically and harshly. Um, we're just, I, I do that very pretty often. It happens regularly. Uh, I guess, I, I suppose now I'm uh, holding an awareness of that behavior. And maybe that Maybe that'll do something. Um, or it'll... Maybe it'll weaken that behavior or... Or maybe it'll... Maybe it'll just allow that behavior to, to be there but with less weight or something. I don't know. Um... Uh, yeah, still, just, just, um, thinking again about a thought I had by another person who, who biked past, um, who I, I thought to, uh, be, be a, a, a one person who, who maybe, who looked in my direction and had, um, what I judge to be an expression of of lightness on her face um, or enjoyment um, more so I 
I noticed I noticed that more more so than than anyone else that I've I've noticed today. Um, all right, I I uh, I I perceived her expression as as being um, maybe am- amused or pleased at something, and I wondered what it was. I, I wondered if it. At first, I'd, I I wondered um, if it had to do with seeing me with this video recorder talking into it, uh, doing this action, but that doesn't seem likely because what I'm what I'm doing here is is like really not a, not very apparent from the from the outside, just biking past at all. It doesn't it doesn't. I don't think it really sticks out that much um, or has anything particularly amusing or pleasing about it from the perspective of something somebody biking past and then and then that was that was a while ago and then I was talking about lots of other stuff and then this the that memory of that came back and then and then I started to wonder if it was because of the t-shirt that I'm wearing because it has uh, a logo on it that is like I, I think is amusing to me at least and amusing to just a few other people and wondering if if that if if she saw that and was amused by it and it doesn't really it's not really of any consequence at all and uh you know now i'm i'm wondering why i'm why i'm even talking about it i'm 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 judging myself again as as perhaps saying things that aren't um, aren't interesting to you maybe not interesting to you or like uh, not especially not especially considerate of your experience they're they're just kind of I don't know here I'm, I'm just I'm just describing my experience which is what I've been doing the whole time. But I'm I'm doing it with with you in mind. You know, I'm I'm communicating the whole thing to you and it's at, at the same time I I'm at the same time all the time I'm thinking about your experience too on some on a certain level um, and so talking about that particular uh, scenario that happened in my mind I started to think um, it's much less relevant to your experience unless you are Unless you are someone who is who is 
just interested in my in my experience. Um, or part of part of your experience is being interested in my experience, and that could be possible. I mean, especially considering the fact that you are watching this video, which is essentially just me describing my experience. Perhaps that suggests that you are interested in my continued experience in within this uh, framework of walking and talking for a duration and I'm, I'm just thinking about like Maybe what I, what I was talking about at that with that experience with the the woman on her bike um, is is that a I'm wondering is that a a more personal topic that uh, isn't relevant to what I'm doing or does it is it is it totally relevant because it's part of my experience um, I guess it's it's probably I probably, uh, well, it's, it's, I talked about it and it's in the past, so it's, so it's there and, uh, I can just accept that and, uh, I'm not going to necessarily make, make a, make a choice about whether I'll continue to relate that sort of experience and that sort of thought in the future. Um, I'll, I'll just kind of play that by ear and uh, see what happens. Feeling, feeling slightly distracted again. And then um, I also, I'm, I'm thinking that I also had a thought, uh, a different thought that was coming up, um, that was occurring in my mind while I was telling you the last subject. And I, have this vague recollection of judging that thought as being worthy of talking about but I don't actually now remember what that thought was oh I now I think I'm remembering it uh, I think it had something to do with when I was talking about how how I'm I'm just describing my experience but I'm also thinking about your experience. And I think what's what's what I'm what I'm really trying to do is have a shared experience. But of course it's not a not a very interactive experience in that I can't sense you I, I can't uh, I can't see you or hear you at all but I, I 
am aware that you are watching or listening, or at least listening. And so you you are present in that way. Like you, you are affecting my experience just by the fact that you're watching. And so in that way, even though even though this is this is uh, mediated through the internet, and uh, it is also there's also a uh, a time separation, you could say. And that, and that you are not watching this or listening to this at the same time that I am that I am experiencing it and and talking and saying it and recording it, but like you know, ostensibly these things are happening at a different time because this is not a live streamed video. It's. Um, I have to record it and then upload it. And so ostensibly there is a time separation. But also, I, I find it interesting that we're, we're both experiencing now, right now. We're both in the present right now. I'm doing this right now. I'm, I'm speaking these thoughts right now and walking and talking with this video camera. And you're watching and hearing these words also right now. And so this, in a way, I think that we are having a simultaneous shared experience. And, yeah, like, like I, I, I said, it's, it's not uh, interactive in the, in the conventional sense. Uh, for me, I do feel a kind of interaction in that I would not be thinking and talking this way. I would not be doing this action. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now if it weren't for you listening and watching. It's like you you are actually you are actually creating this experience in addition to me or or it 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 requires both of us for for this to be happening i had um in that last pause, I had another little feeling of, of weariness that was uh, both physical and and mental. Um, like fe feeling my legs being a little tired and also uh, having the thought, oh, wouldn't it be nice to, to, to end this video now? To stop talking and then just return to normal life. And then, um, as yeah, like as as I had that thought, this 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 thought of the possibility of stopping of ending the video now, um, which technically is possible because I haven't 
I haven't put a, uh, a a strict time requirement on myself for this video. I haven't I haven't uh, told myself that the video must be a certain length. So there's there's no official part of me saying that um, that I have to keep going, and so technically I could end it at any time. And so having having this thought of the possibility of ending the video now um, led to this uh, this kind of looking forward towards the what I perceived as being a kind of relaxation or break uh, from talking, not having to continually talk, not having to continually say every thought that I have. And that seemed appealing. Um, but so when, when that happened, all I did was just continue to talk or just go go right back into talking and saying what was happening and that kind of like I don't know I, I'm not sure if it got rid of those feelings but it, it at least just kind of continued the process and and kept the kept this going and uh, I'm not gonna say that that's a good thing or anything but at least I at least I have a, a, a feeling right now that um, that I'm doing some kind of work and this this is <clears throat> of course highly debatable But I think it's like you know that there there is a kind of uh, difficulty or effort involved, a kind of work involved in uh, continuing to to talk this long and to say every thought that I have for this long period. Um, and so that there is some some form of unease or something like that will maybe maybe go the whole time or something. But then, on the other hand, if I did stop the recording and I w was just walking now, like walking back to my home without talking, um, then I, I think that there would be... The thing is, I would still be thinking, probably. And it's like, and then in addition to thinking, I'd probably have this thought that I'm not doing any work right now, that I'm just walking. And there's also a kind of unease associated with the feeling of not doing any work that I'm, I'm guessing you may be, you may be familiar with. Um, 
I mean, when once when you do like a lot of work, you do a full day of work. You stop work and then you don't feel like working. You don't if you if you've worked hard and long, then you don't feel any. You might not feel any unease with the prospect of of not doing anything productive. And it would feel good to do something that's fun and relaxing and uh, brings pleasure. And um, knowing that, knowing that feeling, I that makes me actually want to continue to do this longer, so that. By the time that I do end it, there will I will have worked longer and will hopefully have more of this um, enjoyment of ceasing work than I would have if I ended this recording right now and then just continued to walk home for a while feeling like I'm not doing any work and um, it's, it's, it's somebody somebody uh, read to me a, a quote once that was something to the effect of you know like a like a a working person like has the work of of going to a a job every day and doing whatever they do but then if if you have like um like a person that doesn't have a job it's like or, or they don't do anything that appears to be work or is, is not, uh, in the conventional sense, considered work. It's, it's as if they, they do actually do a, a, a form of work and the, the form of work, I think, in this quote was like uh, characterizing like a, a beggar. It's kind of, it was some older quote, like... Can, can, characterizing a beggar as having like uh, lots of wrinkles and varicose veins and being like kind of phys- physically uh, <clears throat> having you know deleterious health effects um, as a result of their poverty and so the the quote was kind of imp- implying that those those deleterious effects uh, of having of having not doing any work are themselves a form of work that is is not any less noble than the other forms of work that we do and uh, I think the argument is that um, I'm going to interrupt myself to say to tell you this thought that I'm having while I'm uh, talking about this quote 
to, to tell you that I, I am uh, judging myself critically for having gone onto this this topic that's kind of about a preformed thought that I had um, or something that's that's related to the past or um, that has a, th- this kind of like um, anecdote or, or whatever it is a a, uh, a metaphor that somebody else told me uh, a literary reference I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just uh, informing you that that I, I'm aware that this is maybe maybe going off the track of what I'm going to do that that what I'm trying to do or that I'm I'm I may be getting into uh, um, the realm of didactic uh, wisdom giver uh, which is is not something that I'm interested in at all uh, and in in fact I I think uh it would be perfectly acceptable to just um just uh, abandon ship on that whole um metaphor thing that whole literary thing the the quote thing because I I think it was yeah just going in the direction of of making a certain point of uh yeah, so, something about the idea, something about ideas about labor, um, that would have sounded, you know, like insightful or, uh, yeah, so it, something that was made to sound insightful. Um, but I'm, I'm not really, I don't, I get, I don't really feel interested in insight. Or, or actually, you know what? What I, what I really mean is that I'm not interested in uh, in repeating uh, a past insight. Uh, which is something that I was I was getting at with that quote thing, and and like, like it felt like this long this long explanation of something that. Uh, already had a preformed conclusion in my mind of the point that I was going to make, and um, so that started to become uninteresting to me <clears throat> because I I knew where I was going already, and so then yeah so then that's why I started having these doubt doubtful thoughts happening while I was talking so then I just kind of uh, revealed those thoughts and uh, it led me to it, it led me into this kind of discovery um, of why I uh, became uninterested in continuing to complete that thought and so like that that process involved discovery for me which is uh, more interesting to me I j- just now I, I'm not sure if it got in the frame or not but there's a little piece of uh, ceramic tile 
or porcelain tile or something lying there on the ground and I uh, I was drawn towards it and I went over and was I kind of pointed the, the camera at it and was maybe gonna say something or just tell you that I was looking at a tile and then uh, then I decided not to say that as I was having it just continued on and uh, I, I realized that that, that why I was kind of uh, attracted towards that tile uh, having to do with like ha having done some tile work in my house and then um, with tiles that I found in the trash and then uh, having, having been thinking about tiles a lot and uh, yeah just kind of having tiles on the mind and then seeing one and just like being drawn towards it but um, I'm going to stop talking about that now because it also it, it seems like a, a personal thing that's uh, not especially relevant to our shared experience. Uh, unless, unless, of course, the given thing of if, if you are, um, you you may be somebody who's interested in the personal details of my life, but um, and I have no problem with that, with you being interested in them. But I don't think it's the most productive thing to talk about. Um, and I I use the word productive um, lightly or in scare quotes or something. Yeah, scare quotes. <clears throat> because I, I don't think anything's really productive. Uh, especially not this. Uh, but what I want to say is personal details of, of my life um, I don't think necessarily I don't think necessarily uh, affect our shared experience in, in, in a way that's um, that's really interesting when I when I think when I think about when I stop and I pause and I, I think about things to say it's interesting because um, all the thoughts that I, that occur uh, are usually something about the past or the future, uh, something kind of like situational and concrete. But uh, yeah, also having also having to do with like the the past or the future and. Maybe the maybe I'm pausing because like those those are our thoughts that I'm auditioning to say and I I don't say them because I'm looking for the thought that's the most relevant to the present and uh I th I think that happened in this case in this instance I had that pause and then um then I proceeded to um, say something about what was happening in that pause that 
I didn't really know that I was going to say until it was happening. And it's it's not something that I've uh, specifically noticed before. So it seems that seems in in line with uh, whatever goals I might have in talking. Um, so <clears throat> I guess I'm considering it a sort of victory over or it's 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 a, a kind of uh, progress or insight into what happens when those pauses happen uh, because I generally feel a little bit uneasy with the pauses so like now that I'm maybe now that maybe now that extra little uh, insight into one of the things that might be happening during the pauses will be useful for future pauses and perhaps uh, cause those pauses to be a little shorter and less frequent and help for the stream of talking to continue more fluently without interruption and which is along the lines of my goal for walking and talking to which which relates to this wanting to to exist in time in a a, um, different mental state than than the normal good bad dichotomy than the uh, normal uh, practical practical mode of uh, going about life and and um, wanting I think it's it's wanting to uh, to extend my own um, capacity for different types of experience in life uh, I could say um, that wording felt a little bit awkward I think it's has to do with I mean on a, on a on a very basic level I could say that it's a type of strategy for me to avoid suffering but now that I think about it, it maybe just that walking and talking is perhaps just a uh, a different framework to ex- experience being myself, but that still includes suffering. But uh, it, it could also be said that that it's not suffering because even though I do 
experience some negative feelings during it. It's it's also I think that I'm I'm uh, it's a way of picking apart those negative feelings and and understanding them in a certain way or or at least probing into them and revealing my my thoughts about them and it's 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 not just it's not just I'm not just revealing thoughts by talking it's not like I I had all these thoughts beforehand and then and now I'm saying them to you for the most part it's the the thoughts are being generated as I talk to you like the like I I wouldn't ha- I definitely wouldn't be having all of these thoughts if I weren't doing this <clears throat> and I I think that one way to, that I could look up at it is that while I'm doing this I'm not really suffering at least <clears throat> I don't think that I don't think that I'm actually suffering. I may be experiencing pain or negative emotions. But this seems like a way to experience them perhaps without suffering from them. Because in some way they're they're all contained within this framework of walking and talking and they are all getting like investigated and expressed um, with words and so i'm I'm thinking about now like what my i'm 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 comparing my experience of walking and talking to my to other experiences of my life while i'm not walking and talking and i'm trying to see if there's a qualitative difference and to see if and wondering if if I suffer in daily life but don't suffer during walking talking that seems I kind of feel that way right now but it's it seems like kind of a stretch to say that just because I started doing this thing walking and talking that all I have to do is this and then I won't suffer anymore um, but it has to do with the definition of suffering. <clears throat> and one way to think about suffering, I think, is experiencing pain needlessly, you could say. Like you will always experience you can't really avoid experiencing pain in life it's definitely inevitable 
and um, maybe maybe suffering has to do with 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 uh, with with self-created pain. I don't know. Like like some people, I think would say. I'm I'm uh, kind of confused about this. I think I've heard somebody describe suffering as experiencing more pain than is necessary, and that implies that there's some necessary pain and that there's some unnecessary pain, and it implies that some of that that unnecessary pain is something that you're creating for yourself. Um, But when I say that, it sounds a little strange to me. <clears throat> um, this dichotomy of creating pain for yourself, or creating or having pain that you didn't create. Um, I, I realize that 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 could be a, a valid distinction, but at the same time, it it. it I'm wondering if it might also be a, uh, an unnecessary dichotomy because you know say say uh, say like for example you fall down the stairs and um, or like no let's say somebody pushes you down the stairs and then you have an injury that's very painful for a while and so, of course, that's pain that you did not create for yourself, yet you are feeling it physically. And then, so maybe, maybe the example would would be that uh, that's necessary pain, and then the unnecessary pain would be like the uh, emotional suffering surrounding that, where you feel extremely upset for a long time about the fact that somebody pushed you down the stairs and so perhaps people would consider that unnecessary pain or actual suffering because ostensibly you could get yourself into a mental state where you don't feel emotional pain uh, because of something like that. <clears throat> but I don't I don't feel so sure about that. Um, I Conceivably, yes, uh, I'm, I'm sure that there are people that cultivate a kind of um, very healthy thought habits and emotional resilience. 
but I wonder if there's just as much uh, difficulty and pain involved in that, and that in in uh, cultivating that sort of thing. Um, but I'm, I guess I guess uh, what I'm saying is that if a person does experience emotional pain that's triggered by um, uncontrolled circumstances that also that emotional response isn't necessarily controlled by them um, I guess I guess that's kind of debatable like what somebody has control over or what what um, control is what uh, <clears throat> what what personal uh, autonomy we have in that regard. I'm, my, my brow is really furrowed because I am uh, I'm feeling like again very self-critical of, of what I'm saying because it, it feels like I'm uh, putting forth effort right now to arrive at a kind of conclusion or, or insight about uh, what suffering is what what kind, what pain is, is necessary and what pain is not necessary and This this whole this whole thing of of trying to um, create a definition of suffering relates back to uh, my question of whether while I'm walking and talking, whether I'm actually suffering sometimes, or if I'm actually not suffering while I'm in this framework. And. My feeling is that I. My feeling is that I'm not suffering. I, I, I for some reason, I want to say that I'm not suffering while I'm doing this. Even when I am experiencing difficulty while talking. But maybe the next time that I'm experiencing negative emotions or difficulty while walking and talking then I can uh, check back in again and see whether I feel like I'm suffering or not and uh, that would be a better indicator perhaps yeah I think so I'm feeling more physically weary now like my uh feeling the tiredness in my legs more because as I said I did I already did a lot of physical activity today but uh, it do, that doesn't feel like suffering really it just feels like tiredness just uh, like some physical tiredness and I'm it's actually making me look forward to when I get home 
and the video's over. And I will be able to rest and relax. And and so it's like if if this is if this is a negative feeling then to the extent that it's negative it's like causing me to to look forward to this positive and imagine this positive in the future um and because of that it doesn't feel so negative in the present either so if it doesn't feel so negative in the present i i wonder if that will uh decrease the what would have been the positive feelings in the future i guess i can try and find out then um and i, I think that's probably probably true that if i was that i that if i was like truly suffering from from the uh, the tiredness in my body if I was truly suffering it like this is un this is almost unbearable then I imagine that probably that uh, when I got to the point of resting that that would feel that much more pleasant but this is this feels pretty obvious to me and probably doesn't need to be said it's it's pretty similar to things that I've already said a lot so so now now I'm again looking for something new to say this feeling of, of wanting to say the thing that's most I guess it's it's the wanting to say the the thing that that feels like an actual discovery but um, I don't feel it yet I, I don't feel like I'm on to the train of thought that involves discovery yet but it's actually I, I probably am even if I don't know it yet I probably this what I'm saying now even though I s said it that it feels like I'm I I'm not sure that like I like I, I don't know where I'm going with this thought basically but that's actually an, a necessary precondition for discovery like you like I have to actually not know what I'm doing in order to lead to the discovery and uh that fact in itself just now feels like a little discovery or not even that little of a discovery like like seems like a uh, sig significant enough in relation to the the uh, searching and wondering that I was experiencing uh, just prior to it to it um, and so now having that feeling of discovery, having had it, I'm back in, back again into the process of wondering, 
I, I'm in the stage of wondering again what will be the next thing that feels like a discovery and I, I'm beginning to see that this is also a, a kind of cycle of going in the a, a state of a state of unknowing and then a state of discovery and then this, this state of discovery um, since you have that discovery then it it uh, it stops the it kind of stops the forward searching momentum because it's a form of resolution and then uh, because that momentum stops it it ends the it kind of ends the, the train of thought or it ends the uh, it ends the yeah. It ends ends the forward momentum that was created by the searching and the wondering. But then, by ending it, then it, it puts you back into that state of of wondering what's going to happen next. Because you know, like it's the the state the have, having discovery. It, it simultaneously stops the forward momentum. But but then it also like puts you puts you back into the into the unknowing because you are unknowing of what what you're doing now and what you're going to discover next. And so I I hadn't I had never thought about that uh, cycle that as a cycle before and having. Having f- formulated that thought, that idea of of that as a kind of continuous cycle, could be thought of as a discovery. And it's it's interesting because it's it's a a discovery that's about the process of discovery itself. So it, it seems like a very particular or peculiar uh, type of discovery, or like a kind of self-reflexive type of discovery, which really has me wondering uh, where I'm going to go next with thinking. And... Yeah, like there, like there was just like that pause right there, like that gap right there, like that was really just like wondering what I'm going to say next, what I'm going to think next. I have no idea. I mean, like literally, there is not an idea about what I'm going to say next, and that's that's not. I'm not trying to wear that as a, a badge of um, honor or of being some kind of. Uh, explorer or something <clears throat> or or being brave to uh to not know what I'm going to think because that's that's not really a special thing but it's it's like the it's like the the tension that's opposite the resolution or the the dissonance it's opposite the consonants, and um, I'm 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 judging 
myself a little critically now because now I, now I feel like I'm, I'm just like rewording the same idea um, using slightly different terminology. But it could also be said that really almost everything is just like looking in a way just kind of looking at the same thing from different angles <clears throat> but that's that's totally fine all right I want to say that's that's like that's not a uh, I think I think I'll just I think I'll just drop that uh, line of thought and just just try to like drop drop really drop into like trying to think without without even attempting to have any continuity with the past thoughts seems like an interesting endeavor to try and uh, think as if you as if you are not um, on any continuity or there's try, trying to think as like without relation to the past Like what would you what would you think now if they if you hadn't had been thinking anything before? It's I don't know if it's really I don't think it's actually possible. I I'm just would be would be interesting to just ha have these like jumps of thought To, to jump to something completely unrelated from what you just said or from what I just thought and that that maybe seems to happen like now I like uh, as I was saying that I I could have expressed this thought that I was having like oh this seems really dumb to me what I'm saying what I'm saying seems really dumb to me and I'm tired and I'm uh, maybe my and I had the maybe my energy is trailing off here I'm getting physically and mentally tired <clears throat> also the battery is starting to get lower on this camera there so there could be a, a cut if the battery runs out then hopefully I'll I should notice before uh, before much time elapses and then I'll just put the fresh batteries in and we'll continue unless this lasts me towards the to the end of the video I uh, like I said I don't have a set time frame for the video but it'll probably end when I get to the part of the trail where I started is a logical place to end Then uh, I uh, was also thinking, I'm just rambling now, and um, but the idea of rambling, I think, is the idea of having a lot of disconnected thoughts after the uh, one after the other, no continuity in thought. And uh, like I said, I I thought that was an interesting goal to try, but it, it also feels like a kind of rambling that's not I'm, I'm 
I'm, I'm judging this rambling that I'm doing as not being, at least right now, like in the past minute or so, starting from about a minute ago, I'm judging this particular, what I'm calling rambling, as being not uh, particularly intentional as rambling. Like, not as if I... Uh, I have have mastered continuous trains of thought and now for, for my just to challenge myself and you I'm intentionally jumping from thought to thought unrelated as, as a kind of mental feat a kind of mental acrobatics I don't think that that's happening I, but I had the judgment of this kind of rambling being more due to mental fatigue than to anything else. But now as I'm saying that, I don't feel particularly mentally fatigued right now. I feel like I'm, I'm noticing the, the words coming out of my mouth as being articulated fairly well and... I maybe have been continuing, at least in the past maybe half a minute or so, to be talking without a lot of stops and stutters and uhs and ums, which happens to me sometimes. If that, I'm not sure if that's totally an accurate perception of how I've been talking in the past few moments, but if it is the case, then that seems like a success or an improvement because I would like to be able to continue to talk in an engaging way to you to keep engaging your attention and creating an, ex an uh, interesting experience for you to have and if I can continue if I can effort for, 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 if I can keep that up and improve that quality of speaking, I think it will be a good thing and it'll, it will decrease my own suffering and maybe yours too. And also, since I'm nearing the end of the video, it could be a good way to end the video on a note of uh, ramping up of energy and focus and concentration because ramping that up really as high as you can get it towards the end to me feels like a really good way to end things rather than petering off in the energy lulling and the focus focus falling off and which I would associate with the type of rambling that feels a little bit um, low energy and like it's a person being mentally fatigued or mentally fogged or unclear or something like that but instead I would I would like to be able to to feel like I'm really focused and I I do actually feel right now like I am more focused than usual right now and that I've been continuing a train of thought or like feeling the continuity and the what that continuity 
is actually is is more a continuity of my own awareness of what I'm saying, more so than any conceptual continuity regarding the content of what I'm saying. It more has to do with not having gaps of attention where my mind is thinking about something other than what I'm saying. That is what is creating the continuity that I feel right now and the focus right now. And I do feel a strong amount of effort being put into that. I feel I can feel myself focusing and I can feel the effort involved in it. But as long as I keep doing it, and, and it's like maintaining a balance, like walking on a tightrope or something. And if I can keep doing that, if the effort doesn't feel difficult, it's like if I can keep this balance of keeping my attention really directly on what I'm saying right now in the present moment without having the thoughts come uh, in, into my head while I'm saying something else. If I can really narrow my attention span right right down to just experiencing my my thoughts as I say them that's what I that's what what I'm trying to do here but even right now when I said I'm trying to do that I wondered if that was a little bit off or to try to speak of trying to do something I wonder if that diverts me from actually doing the thing that I'm that I say that I'm trying to do and that if I am able to suspend this idea of trying and suspend this idea of succeeding at failing or do something that I may actually be able to maintain a continuity of doing something without being totally in control of it or actually maybe I am in control of it but it's like the effort is the effort is not difficult or the effort is not apparent to me or it feels like a kind of effortless effort and if I, I, I am interested in that, or at least I, I can say that I'm interested in, the, in what I'm saying in the present and interested in what's going to come out next. And it, I have this, I'm also experiencing the memory now of the past few minutes of, be, of talking and, and feeling like it's particularly focused or particularly rapid, like I'm talking pretty more rapid than I was before and that with much less gaps and being able to say what I'm thinking really immediately after I think it without having to think the thoughts in my head while I'm saying something else and then and audition them I, I'm feeling less of that auditioning happening and more of the just talking happening right now and I, I'm not going to say that I like it I'm not going to say that I don't like it. I'm just going to try and let it continue for as long as it'll go or until I get to the point where I feel like stopping. And I'm wondering now, like, if I... I have to wonder if I can maintain this any longer. If I, I... I think that I can, but then there's also this idea of stopping that's coming up very soon. And so I think... I think I might indulge that impulse of uh stopping the recording that's what i'm thinking about doing but i haven't i haven't reached yet the point in the trail where i started there's still some distance on the trail to go so i'm wondering if i should continue to walk and talk and really 
push myself and make this effort to continue talking until I get back to that original point. But I, it feels like it's, it feels like it's kind of far off now. So I'm, it feels like a little bit daunting, and I feel a little bit scared. But if I, I think, actually, if I can just not think about that, that I would be able to keep going if I'm able to keep talking very, very rapidly or at least very fluently. Maybe it doesn't necessarily have to be as rapid as I've been talking in the past several minutes, but it has to keep going fluently and not have the gaps and and pauses and the thoughts and the auditioned thoughts and the, the thoughts that happen while I'm thinking because when when that happens there's this possibility of these thoughts about the future coming in and it's the thoughts about the future that uh, that can that create this uh, idea of worry or scared or this the idea that I sh- that I should stop it's it's the idea of the future that can be daunting because if I'm not thinking about the future and how long it's going to be then there's no possibility for it to be scared because I'm uh, just speaking about the present and speaking about speaking in the present and in in that I'm not suffering and as long as I can keep that up then it seems like I can go for a long time and really it's it's I I think that there's uh, I think we have a I think I have a I think there is a a great capability capacity to to go to do things longer than you may think that you can do them and it's you can you can now here here we have these now here we have this gap again this gap going on and i i, I it's because i started to uh, hear myself sounding like a motivational speaker and saying that saying things like you can push yourself beyond your limits you can do more than you can think you do it's just your mind telling you that you that you can't and i i started i uh found myself thinking those things and uh yes i i I am thinking those things and it feels true and everything but then um I, I uh, ha- had this averse feeling to sounding like a motivational speaker. Like I had this association in my mind of of uh, somebody pushing you, like a, a life coach or a personal fitness trainer or something, telling you you can go further. And you're—it's all in the mind, mind above matter, and that sort of thing. And what what's what's why do I why do I not like that? I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe I have a weird judgment of those types of en- endeavors being misguided or something, or or that I maybe I don't know why. Maybe I'm just jealous of those people that push themselves uh, beyond their perceived limits. Because I would like to do that myself. And 
maybe it, maybe I maybe I did do that in the recent past a little bit. Uh, like just now, like I was I was talking very very rapidly, and now I'm not talking as rapidly. But I was talking very rapidly and um, thinking, and and I could feel feeling my level of thought accelerate, and I was thinking that I was maybe gonna stop so that I could stop at this high point this high point of energy where because it would be it would be leaving leaving the video at an end at a high point of energy like a, a good feeling a feeling of victory and yeah that's that's what my thinking was to stop then while I was at a, a particularly high energy but then I decided to keep going to keep going to reach a, a certain uh, soft goal that I set not a hard and fast goal but a soft goal that I set of continuing the video until the, I reached the point uh, where I began and that's still a little ways further and so I am still pushing myself to talk like this doesn't actually feel comfortable to me. I definitely don't feel comfortable. But I feel like I'm doing work. I feel physically When I whenever when I pay attention, if I notice my body, I can notice it feeling physically tired. And if I stop long enough to notice my mind, then I notice it feeling mentally tired. But if I just don't stop, then I don't notice it and I don't feel tired and I am able to keep talking and it's okay. And some part of part of me I'm aware of the of the the effort and the difficulty of doing this. But if I but it's like the the other part of me can just keep going and and uh, keeping keeping that to this this the side or something, even though I am acknowledging it and aware of it. Um, I'm just like, I don't know if I'm overpowering it, maybe I am, but really, really the only thing to be said is that I'm just continuing. That's all, I'm just keeping going. And um, that's kind of, uh, that's pretty much what I think about uh, living and life is to just keep going. And that's and that's all. There's the like I don't like I don't really have anything else to say in terms of uh, advice for uh, a way to live, other than just keep going. And uh, that's not even really a, a needed piece of advice. I don't think. I don't think that that's really needs to be said. Unless you were thinking about killing yourself, then maybe, then maybe I would I would recommend um, considering the possibility of just keeping going and and what that would feel like. But I I know, I know that if if someone is in a suicidal state, then they've probably considered a lot, you know, the options of of continuing to go, keeping going, or the options of um, ceasing their uh, 
their identifiable physical form via inducing death. But uh, also there's... I think, I think there's often uh, overlooked possibilities when, when someone does kill themselves. There, there, there uh, may be overlooked possibilities of how to keep going. Of a, a way to keep going that doesn't involve so much suffering. I think. There's another pause there, and I, I wonder if, like, if a if a pause in my talking is analogous to, to stopping in life. Uh, not really. I don't think so. I think it's just like just a, a rest. But I'm I'm trying to, to for this duration to go without rest really and I find I and I find that maybe it's just because I've imposed this upon myself it's probably it probably is just that I've imposed that goal on myself that when I have stopped talking it doesn't actually feel like rest it's not really a rest because then I feel myself struggling if I I was gonna say something that sounded really repetitive and I, now I now I have to just like jump off of this train of thought and like find find myself in the in the wilderness again. Oh, the battery's really low. The battery's really low, which means either the battery either I can stop the video like very soon and it'll all be continuous, or. I can keep going and let the battery run out and then there will be a little cut where I will put in new batteries and then continue the video for just like a few more minutes because I'm really close to the point of the trail where I think I will probably stop. So I'm I I think that's okay if there's a little cut. We'll see how we'll see how long these batteries go. And uh don't worry if there's a cut. I'm not worried if there's a cut. But at the same time, wouldn't it be great if the batteries lasted me all the way to the end of the trail? With that prospect in mind, I'm going to start walking faster despite my aching legs. The sun's going down. And the, the video will encapsulate the sunset. Well, it doesn't show the sunset per se, but the the video will involve dusk, and I don't have anything else to say about that. And it, it wasn't necessary to say, but nothing that I'm saying is necessary to say, especially that. What now? What will I say next? You, you might. Uh, do, are you like? Are you hearing a, a little um, tone of sarcasm in my voice as I said, "What will I say next? What's what's gonna what's what what am I what's gonna come out of my mouth next?" It. There was the cut. The cut happened. 
I, I noticed the screen of the video camera being black and I'm sure that it didn't last for longer than a few seconds. I'm pretty sure that I didn't go longer than a few seconds. But it was interesting because I noticed it right at the moment that I noticed a particular physical object next to the trail and I went to point the camera at it and to point out that physical object of my own personal interest that I found and to describe it but since the batteries had gone out I think that that may have been cut off or maybe maybe a short part of it got seen but then I had the thought that it was it's just like that that physical object of my own personal interest feels a little bit extrinsic to to the cause here I mean there, there, it's not that there's a cause but that it feels too particular too um, actually yeah too too uh, too much of an object really an object of thought there's a, there's a thing on the side of the road maybe I'll tell you what it was maybe I won't and and maybe it made it into the video and maybe it got cut out but I did choose to to point it out but but maybe it got cut out for the better because it's a particular object that that you can think about and then and uh maybe even desire it's uh, it's an object that some people desire or or at least find interesting or fascinating and it's not really my goal to to make things to to show you interesting or fascinating things or desirable thoughts or even yeah neither desirable objects or even like desirable knowledge like I, I'm not trying to to uh, I don't want you to come away from this with any sort of knowledge I don't want you to come away with this from any sort of thought that you have grown as a person that's that's not you can we can leave all of that aside because that's extrinsic to our shared experience right now of of me talking thinking and talking and walking and you watching and listening let's 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 just let's just have this experience together instead of me telling you all kinds of interesting things it doesn't matter like no particular thing that you could be interested in matters in any kind of ultimate sense you'll become interested in one thing or or the other i don't know maybe that's not true now yeah now i feel like i'm now i feel like i'm giving you advice
which is kind of silly. I'm almost there. I'm almost to the end of walking and talking. You can see my shadow. I'm talking with more gaps. But now I don't think I mind it. Am I thinking between the gaps? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. But I'm not having too many thoughts that I'm deeming as unfit. In these little pauses between the things that I'm saying, and now I think I'm doing it on purpose, I'll, I'll, be have, I'll have a thought and then I'll say it. A thought comes up as a sentence fragment and then I say it. And pretty much in these past few moments, this, 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 this moments with the uh, kind of halting and pauses, each thought that comes up for me in those moments, I say it. I haven't been having thoughts that I don't say right now. I'm not thinking anything that I'm not saying. Okay, that, that seems like a, a good way to end. I think I'm about there. All right. I don't know if you can see me in the dark. See you next time.